Hello and welcome to episode seven of the Wire and Electronics podcast, where we're connecting you with the solution. I'm your host, Jalen Barnes. I'm happy to announce that we are now on iTunes and Stitcher. That's two new platforms that you can enjoy the Wire and Electronics podcast on, in addition to SoundCloud and YouTube. All the new links are available in the description below. If you haven't already, make sure you follow the podcast on LinkedIn because we post different articles and product highlights that we don't get to cover on the podcast. Check out the link below. I think you'll enjoy it. Now, today's episode is special because combined with this podcast, we have a product highlight video that we're releasing simultaneously. This is our first time doing that, and hopefully it's something that can catch on in the future. So let's not waste any time getting into today's unique discussion about fiber to the home with David Rifkin, product category manager of Datacom with Hellerman Titan. How are you, Dave? I'm doing very good, Jalen. Thank you very much for inviting me. My pleasure. Um, we're happy to have you on to talk about this exciting uh, uh, part of the industry and this exciting product line from Hellman Titan. So let's get started. Tell me a little bit about yourself. As you had mentioned, I am the product category manager for Datacom for Hellman Titan. I'm really responsible for the management of copper and fiber Datacom products, including the product selection, pricing, development activities, as well as promotion of both the copper and fiber connectivity solutions, including local area network, data center infrastructure, and fiber to the home solution. I've been involved with fiber optic design and marketing for over 27 years, having worked for two Fortune 500 companies before joining Hellerman Titan about two and a half years ago. Great. So what does Hellerman Titan do and how do you fit in with uh, what, what Hellerman Titan has gotten on? Hellman Titan is a world leader in providing systems and solutions for cable management, identification, and data connectivity applications. We design, engineer, high-performance fastening, bundling, clamping, and routing components for the automotive, electrical, OEM, and datacom markets. We support the datacom in the layer one or the physical networks, including enclosures, copper and fiber connectivity, structured cabling solutions, uh, cable routing, and now we're adding fiber to the home to those applications also. There we go. That brings us right to what we want to talk about today. Why fiber to the home? Jalen, it's really not just fiber to the home, but really fiber to the X, where mm -hmm. X can be kind of anywhere within what we call the last mile of the connection, or that connection area between the carrier's trunk lines that are bringing the data into the town to the physical consumers. Fiber to the home is quickly becoming one of the largest growth areas in not just fiber optics, but in datacom in, in general. Really, there's an increasing demand for the faster speeds, the more bandwidth and better access accessibility with all of the different applications that are being put out and the, the demands that the consumers have. When you take a look at uh, developers of new construction, they are or really should be taking into consideration the broadband connectivity that's going into those facilities. You know, you've got college students that are coming out of school, they're graduating, they're accustomed to having these ultimately high-speed data networks throughout their campuses. When they get into their, their lives, they're not looking to go back to you know, a snail mail or a, snow, a slow access anymore. They want to continue to have that, that high bandwidth to be able to support their video needs, their social media needs, as well as you know, gaining information to be able to support them in their careers as they move forward. When you take a look at apartment buildings, there's really been a, a kind of a shift in the America's market from people wanting to have that typical or stereotypical two-bedroom house with a white picket fence and the dog and 2.5 kids to moving to more of a metropolitan, you know, the kind of the millennials, if you will, who are used to having everything the way they want it, as fast as they want it. They don't want to have a commitment or a tie down to it so that they can easily up and move and do the things that they want to do. So, you know, the apartment buildings are really becoming a high demand area for the high bandwidth where 
in the past, we might have thought of those as more of a, a lower income and, and not up and rising, needing those, those data connections. It's all the rage right now. People want to be able to live among people, to be able to have that data connectivity and to be able to support their, their active lives with as many devices as they need going on there. If you take a look at the market right now, about half of the multi-dwelling units or apartment buildings, if you will, are connected with fiber. So that leaves about half of the market that still needs to either upgrade or as they build out to include these type of services in uh, the development plans and in the installation plan. Looking at that then, how does fiber to the home or fiber to the X change datacom from the perspective of the installer? Well, there's really been a long progression of accommodating the bandwidth needs of consumers. Mm. The higher increase in data consumption desired or in a lot of cases needed now, the more infrastructure is needed to be able to support this. Mm -hmm. Copper is expensive, not only in the raw materials, but in the equipment and subsequent energy needed to run it. By converting the traditional copper transmission lines to fiber optics, both the carrier and the consumer win in lower deployment costs and overall lower operational and maintenance costs, not to mention the seemingly endless bandwidth that can be pushed through an optical fiber distribution system. So over the past 30 years, this new high bandwidth and low-cost fiber network has been expanding where there's not only the desire, but the need to extend those optical fibers not only to the neighborhood or the block, but to get it as close to the consumers as possible. So from the installer standpoint, this is an area where it's not the carriers now that are driving their own people to deploy their own networks. It's getting down into the municipalities, it's getting down into the utilities, it's getting down into the technician or the, the electrician stat area where things are being deployed, things are being added on, and when they're doing this, they are doing this conversion from the traditional copper system to the, the fiber itself. From the customer's standpoint, it basically is, provides a seemingly unlimited data connection at unprecedented speeds using this, this fiber connection. It allows them to use the feature-rich services as well as streaming their favorite movies and shows to a plethora of different devices and doing it concurrently. From a provider standpoint, it significantly reduces the installation costs in the form of fewer electronics and repeaters, lower maintenance and ongoing service costs due to lower power, longer runs and passive administration abilities, as well as to increase the value of not only the provider, but the cities. The towns, the villages, and whoever else is using it are, not, are, are now able to attract more business consumers that rely on data to perform and consume their services. So when you take a look at Fiber to the X, it's really that last mile or the final connection line from provider to consumer. With that being said, there's still relatively low adoption of fiber-connected devices out there. So in most applications and installations, the optical signal is still converted to copper at some point in the network, getting closer and closer to the consumer. You know, using Typically, they'll bring the fiber to the outside of the house or inside the home or inside the apartment now, use a network interface device or a NID, use a fiber modem or a wireless access point to get that final connectivity to all the legacy copper equipment that the, the consumers are using now. Gotcha. So just out of curiosity, do you think we'll ever get to the day where we just have fiber going straight to the consumer and, you know, we don't even have the copper uh, transition at all inside the home or you think it's still going to always be more efficient to have that uh, transition from fiber to copper? Efficient, definitely not. The timing of making that happen and getting the consumer devices changed over is, is kind of that negating factor right now. Mm -hmm. When you take, it other area, take a look at other areas in the world that don't have this copper-rich infrastructure, they're doing greenfield applications. Every time they, they build out a data network, get a phone connection to somebody, they're doing it over fiber. They're installing yeah. fiber into the home. There's still this lag of electronic equipment that is fiber-supported directly versus the uh, – 
network that's out there. So, you know, once the consumer electronics start to adapt to the fiber, you'll see a, a lot faster de uh, deployment and transition to that. Right now, I think we're kind of in that mediary state where the electronics companies can still rely on the copper to support most of the world, and the network companies are doing that conversion at the last point. But you already see the higher-end stereos, the higher-end network equipment, the higher-end TVs, and, and those type of products that are, have connections on them for fiber. Whether they're being used or not is another story, but mm -hmm. they are showing up in consumer electronics now. So it's really going to be a driving factor. Cool. I, I look forward to seeing how that uh, develops. I think that'd be very interesting. So uh, let's talk about what Hellerman Titan has to offer for uh, fiber to the home and fiber to the X. What products can we talk about today? Well, we've recently added a full line of connectivity solutions targeted toward the utility and municipal network deployment and upgrades. Our offering was designed to take into account the needs of these type of customers rather than focusing on the national carriers who are very well supported in the market right now. The product set that we're currently offering includes uh, drop cable enclosures, which we call a fiber facade enclosure, that allow you to bring in these uh, cables from the carriers, basically the, the rings of, of fiber coming into the, the town and being able to connect those to the individual residences. Um, the products that we offer have a stacked design that allow the cable to come in and be secured, a different layer for being able to splice and connect those assemblies, and then a mating interface on the top that really just presents the interconnect that you need to be able to do that last provisioning point at, at the end. Once you get from the carrier's lines into the, the building itself, we have a, a couple of products. One, a customer connection point that transitions from the outside plant to the inside plant, basically going through the wall. And then once you get into the facility, being able to distribute those signals via a structured network or a direct connection point to the individual users um, throughout that, that facility. Yeah, the final puzzle piece in this is the fiber wall outlet, which has that final connection point that the consumer connect to their uh, wireless access point, to their cable modem or their network inter interface device to convert that to the copper system within the facility. What's great about this particular podcast, first time we're doing this, and I'm excited about it is, although we just talked about those products, we're going to get a chance to actually see them um, because we're also simultaneously releasing in this with this podcast uh, the product highlight video with uh, Dave himself, you know, going through these products with uh, high resolution images so you can really see uh, what, what we're talking about here and really visualize it because it's best when you can get your eyes on it. So in addition to the product links like I normally have, there's also a link in the description below straight to that video and you can actually see Dave demonstrating, you know, straight from, from uh, 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 all the way through basically all the products uh, going straight into the home. Um, in action, and uh, it's some good stuff. So make sure you check that video out. We're really excited about that. Um, is there anything else, uh, Dave, you can think of that you want to make sure that the audience walks away with? I'd like to mention that Hellman Titan is in the process of developing more and larger enclosures to be able to support that continued connection from the consumer back to the carrier. We have uh, a number of larger wall mount or facade enclosures that are in development right now. You should be seeing those coming out in the next few months as well as a full line of broadband splice enclosures and splice domes that allow you to extend into larger network areas to be able to do larger rings for larger cities or larger uh, consumer base, including uh, splice domes from 12 fibers up to 1,728 fibers or higher for you know, those larger applications to be able to get more 
connectivity into the larger areas. So I'm looking forward to continuing to release additional products that help support that deployment as well as improve the ability of those installers to install properly and efficiently into the network market to expand you know, our, our fiber marketplace. That's good. I'm looking forward to seeing that myself. Well, good. So thank you everyone for listening to today's podcast. Share it with your staff, coworkers, and friends. Leave a comment below and give me your suggestions for future topics. Once again, in the description below, we have a link to a product highlight video with Dave Rifkin himself explaining the full fiber to the home fiber to the X product line from Helmet Titan. That should answer a lot of your questions. But if you have more, check out the link to the product sheets below and feel free to contact either Dave or myself directly. Our contact information is below. Thank you, Dave. It was a pleasure having you on. Thank you very much, Jalen. It was a pleasure to be on. Um, now it's time for everyone's favorite part of the podcast, the giveaway. So we have, uh, if you go into the description below, you'll be able to see the product that we are giving away for free to one winner of this, uh, this giveaway for the podcast. So you have a couple of options for how you can participate in this giveaway, how you can enter to win. First, you must subscribe to the podcast, either on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, or Stitcher. Or you can follow us on the Wire and Electronics LinkedIn page. Those are five different options. You can pick one. If you're listening to this podcast, then you are already on one of those five pages right now. So just subscribe or follow. If you already subscribed or followed any one of these pages, then you can skip that first step. Step two is to simply email me at jalen.barnes at norfolkwire.com. That email is in the description below. And you just let me know that you subscribe to one of those pages and I'll enter you to win. So that's it. If you already subscribed previously, all you have to do is email me. If you haven't subscribed, subscribe and then email me. It's that simple. See the description below for those rules repeated that I just explained and you'll find my email address. The winner will be announced on our LinkedIn page, the Wire Electronics Podcast official LinkedIn page um, in about a week and you'll be contacted directly by either myself or Dave and we'll set up delivery of your prize. So hurry up and enter for your chance to win. You don't want to miss out on this. Uh, be sure to also check out the new wireandelectronics.com blog for exclusive content and interviews. Thank you for your support. And I'll close out today's podcast with an inspirational quote from Les Brown. Too many of us are not living our dreams because we are living our fears. Thank you so much for listening. Give me your feedback. Be blessed. I'll be back next month to connect you to the solution.